What's up? It's Juwan Mass, the Paranormal Poppy, and we are back with Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. Man, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Dalen Spread, a.k.a. the bad boy of Paranormal. And I am the one, the only, the Marcus Harvey. And don't forget, this has come straight from Discovery Plus, baby. Man, now you know on this episode, we cover the urban legend that is known as Bigfoot. Or Big Feet, because it could be multiple. If it's plural. Footsies. Big footsies. Okay. Big feet. Big feet. Okay, gotcha. That's, you know I'm with you, it. You know what they say about a no, marsupial with our, big feet. No, I didn't what do they say? They got big socks. Hey, hey they got big something. <laughs> you know what? That's a rumor that we need to address. Okay. They think just because you got big feet. What's that shit? Why do you, weird, why do you turn you this podcast way? into into filth every time we start? Like, <laughs> it, we can't have one episode where we just get through some like you got every dirty joke you have in your in your life. I just run with the material y'all give me. <laughs> <laughs> what the material? What you talking about? Big feet. Yeah, we talking about Bigfoot. Come on, but we also get to talk to our brother from another mother. Uh huh. Oh, Jack Osborne, our hey, Fright Club the- homie, the good Jack Osborne, man. Y'all remember some of them clips we had with Jack on uh, Fright Club, bro? Like, what was your favorite clip? Yeah, my one of my favorite was when we had the draft joint with your boy. Shy Unique. Mm, Shy Unique. Shy Unique. Yeah. Shouts out to Shy Unique. Man, y'all remember when we was looking at, like, UFOs and, like, what do they call Like, UAPs? Mm-hmm. Like, we learned different terms. Uh, I, I, uh, IUDs. They, mm-hmm. IUD? Mm-hmm. No, those yeah. aren't. Oh, yeah. gosh. It's definitely IUD. Okay. I, I believe it's IUD. But you know what's even scarier <laughs> and even more hilarious is the conversation that me and Jack have, man. I get to really sit down and talk to him about like his personal experiences mm-hmm. that shaped him into, you know, the young strapping lad that we know him as today in his show Portals to Hell. I grew up in the era of X-Files. I loved X-Files. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I went to on Korea Day at school when it was like, come to school dressed as what you want to be. I went, I came dressed as a ufologist. And <laughs> I love it. That was in like the sixth grade. Yeah. So like I, I definitely, I, it's weird how I kind of ended up in a, you know, similar space. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know what a, what a ufologist was in the sixth grade. I, you still don't know what a ufologist is? <laughs> I'm 39 and I still, what is that? Hey, brother, I'm, you know, I just nodded my head yeah, when he was talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, the uh, uh, ish. Okay, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I'm Presbyterian myself, brother. <laughs> I go to search every said, Thursday. He said, is that a <laughs> religion? <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> so on to our urban legend of Bigfoot. So where did it originate? Well, the legend of Bigfoot, it goes back. I mean, way back. Wait, but it did kind of originate in the U.S., though, right? Like, I've always heard or thought it was, like, the Northwest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, up there by Canada. Yeah. Right no. in between Canada and them, huh? America's hat. Canada. Um, Canada. <laughs> Neighbor to the North. <laughs> Neighbor Canadians. to the North. Right between. I think that is their... That, that's actually probably just where they uh, settle. You know what I'm saying? That might be their retirement home. Yeah. But the image of Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch... Or wild men usually comes in the form of a large, tall, human-like creature. That sound familiar to y'all? I've always wanted to see one. Like, I feel like we can't believe in ghosts and not believe in Bigfoot. But you do know that there was this guy, like, 
what was his name? He was like, like David Thompson or something, right? Mm-hmm. He was this British explorer. They say he was the first one to like really capture some type of evidence of Bigfoot. It was in the early 1800s. He had like some big ass footprints <laughs> that he found. Okay. Hey. He was like, now this ain't no pit bull. But we've seen so many since then that it has been documented, bruh. I don't know. I believe that I believe there is Bigfoot. I'm just being honest, man. Cause you know, there can't be all these people saying that there's a Bigfoot and that and be wrong. You know what I'm saying? What you think? Cause I mean, you know, he does leave stuff behind too. So what y'all think? It's interesting. I've often wondered, is it a he? Like, is it a male? Or maybe is it a she? I mean, like, I think we just gotta get our pronoun together when we're talking about Bigfoot. Like well, you never know. If it's a female, it's big feta. And if it's a male, it's, it's a, big Fito. It's Fitaya. I, I, I'm following you. How do you think they identify? Bigfoot left behind evidence and not just his footprints. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what, what, else? <laughs> what else he leave back? Bigfoot shit. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> big shit. <laughs> Bigfoot I mean, feces? The world is Bigfoot's bathroom, if you think about it. Hey, listen, we are in its way. <laughs> we in his way? <laughs> yeah. We at his house. But, you know, I, I, I've read that, like, Bigfoot has had, like, his shit examined by so many people. Although most can be connected to animals, we know some of his shit is his shit. You just find random piles of doo-doo. You got to be like, hmm, is that human? Kind is of, that Sasquatch? It sounds like a shitty job. Is that Rottweiler? <laughs> like, it sounds like a shitty job, bro. So they have to take all samples of all that, you know what I'm saying, and like differentiate because sometimes they actually see that it's actually a different animal that just had a do, you know, a situation. So some of you have even had your own experiences with Bigfoot. So here's Quinn White from Alaska telling us about the legend she grew up here. So growing up in Anchorage, my Aunt Lindsay always told me the story of when she was a kid, her and one of her friends were doing something bad in the woods, okay? They were like in middle school, whatever. They were doing something naughty in the woods. And she always tells me about how she saw this big hairy man who she could only assume to be Bigfoot and that she knows that Bigfoot is real because she saw him. And quite honestly, I believe her. Listen, man. I'm, I'm just not here to judge anymore, guys. We search for ghosts on a regular basis. It's like, who am I to say that like Bigfoot doesn't exist? Aliens, like all those things. I think cryptoids are definitely real. What about mermaids? They could probably be out there too. Do you have a fear of open water? I don't. You know, I love water, bro. I have a fear of heights. So like birds. Airplanes? Like flying roaches. Okay. All that type stuff. Got you. Anything that can move fast and high. Apparently, you just listed (laughs) animals that fly. (laughs) So I'm like... (laughs) Thanks, Quinn, for sharing your Bigfoot story from the Alaska wilderness. Look, do you have a scary story that you want to share too? If so, go to ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Again, if you have a scary story that you want to share with us, please head on over to ghostbrotherspodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. Go right now. Right now. We want to hear from you. All right, y'all. But back to Bigfoot. I want to test your knowledge. See how much you guys really, really know about this illustrious creature. Oh, I'm an encyclopedia. I'm definitely going to win this. Okay, let's play a little game then. I got a little game. I got a little game. I got a little game for you. You ready, J-Mass? I was born ready. Gladiator number two. Are you ready? 
Oh, I'm ready. All right. This is a simple yes or no answer. You got 50 50. Did the FBI have a file on Bigfoot? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. I said hell yeah, though. You said hell yeah. So that's the better I said yes. yes with an emphasis at the end. It was an exclamation no, I said that, okay. too. I had an emphasis on okay. my too. Okay. Okay. I got you. Well, that's 100% correct. Ooh. Here, boy, this bonus point. Can you tell me in what year was oh, this ni- file introduced? Yes, 1957. Wow, Marcus. Okay. That was right? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, I was like, yo, hold on. Hell no. He's absolutely wrong. It was the furthest from being correct. <laughs> what about you, Juwan? <laughs> we know it ain't 1957. Let's go with 1973. Hmm. Oh. You were close. 1976. Definitely wasn't that bullshit Marcus said. <laughs> it was a seven, though. I feel like you holding a grudge from the last loss <laughs> you took, because that was a very tremendous loss to you. All right, guys, here we go. Got one for you. Okay. What other names does Bigfoot go by? Baby Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Lamont. Yeti. I had Yeti, too. As Sasquatch, uh, Yeti, Loch Ness Monster, Wild that's definitely, that's definitely not Loch Ness Monster. I got two. I only had two answers. I got two answers. No, he got Yeti. I'll, I'll take my one. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't keeping count. I heard Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. You oh, know, Loch Ness was an, it was definitely not the answer. It definitely was not. So an answer. he could have got minus but, points on that. But I also said Wild Man. That's one. Yeti is one. Sasquatch, we both said. Because right now, y'all are even. When did the name Bigfoot become a thing? That'd be the, that'd be the 70s. Okay. You say the 70s? Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay, Marcus. I am absolutely proud of you. Let's go with Jeez. the 50s, sir. You said what? 50s. What is the correct answer? The correct answer is the 1950s. Thank Bigfoot you. became popular in the 1950s media and articles. Yes, thank you. It used to be called Forest Devils. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You the, got that misconstrued with the FBI file being filed in 76. And, you know, the FBI typically be late to the game. So, you know, folks weren't snitching on, on Bigfoot early. Come on, hey, baby. Man, I'm just going to tell y'all. Come on, baby. This, this, this is a travesty. Well, you're losing. So <laughs> that, you might as well no, I'm only you down might one. get this I'm last one. one right. I'm only down one. Because nope. we had a tie. It's only one question left. <laughs> well, watch how I get this one. Okay. okay. All right. Here we go, guys. Last question. What is the full title of the 1972 movie that was based on Bigfoot? Wow. The Legend of What Creek? Shit's Creek. Ooh, okay. I like where your head is. What about you, Marcus? Robin's Creek. Okay. I hate you. Okay. (laughs) I definitely wouldn't have named it that bullshit either. (laughs) If it was your movie? If it was my movie. So we both wrong. No, both of you guys are wrong. It is the legend of Boggy Creek. Really? Now, with a score of... The first question was a tie. The second question was a tie. The last question went to J-Mass. So the winner is Jawanza. <laughs> Jawana Man. Jawana Man Mass. Yeah. Great job, bro. I you know your roll. Bigfoot message. I know my Bigfoot. You know your mans. I what? All right, y'all. 
let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to be with our boy, our brother from another mother, the one, the only, the notorious Jack Osborne. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. It is time for our interview with the one and only Jack Osborne, Big J-O. Man, get into it, Daylon. Yo, what's up, Jack? Jack Attack. Thanks for joining me, bro. Man, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Man, Miss you. I, I, man, I know, right? Right? Like, our time apart is too far and in between, man. It is. It really is. <laughs> Look, man, you're a brilliant TV personality an amazing ghost hunter, and you're a dad of three with one on the way. Congratulations, man. And then, bro, you've been working in TV since 2001. That is a long time. That's like five lifetimes in TV land. But most recently, man, your project, Portals to Hell, as well as our group project, the phenomenal show, Fright Club. But we'll talk about that more later. Tell me about some spooky stuff, man. When did you realize, Jack, that you were into, like, all things paranormal? Yeah, I had this two really poignant experiences that I had growing up. One happened at our house in England, and the other happened at my parents' beach house. Um, uh, the house in England, my sister and I were home alone, and I was maybe nine or ten. Yeah. My mom had to take my eldest sister to school. Me and Kelly were homesick. And we heard, clear as day someone walking down the hallway on the floor above us. And the floors are, it's an old house. The right. floorboards are creaky. And it sounded like they were dragging their arm against the, the closets oh that lined the hallway. <laughs> and the house was locked. The alarm was on. It was seven in the morning. And um, we, free, Kelly and I freaked out. And we nearly jumped out my parents' window because we thought there was like a, you know, we were being robbed or something. Yeah. No one was in the house. They, my mom came home quickly house was locked unless someone somehow escaped through a window but i was pretty pretty damn sure that that was uh that was something and then yeah. the second thing was really uh poignant uh my dad and i were at his beach house we were kind of just vegging out watching tv laying in bed and when we faced the tv over to our right was the the door to the bedroom and there was a staircase that kind of wrapped around so you could see someone walking either upstairs or going down to the kitchen and we saw both of us, a woman with long, dark hair, come walking down the stairs, round the corner, and then went, continue to go down. No. And we both sat up and looked, and we were like, my, my eldest sister, Amy, has very long, dark hair. And we're like, is Amy here? And he's like, no. I'm like, well, who was that? And I got up, went downstairs. No one was in the house. No one was there. And, um, and my dad, even him was like, I don't know what that is. I, I, I he was like freaked out <laughs> right, because it right. was crystal clear. We saw this person walking down the stairs. That's interesting. I, you know what? I, I wasn't going to bring up your dad until later in the, in the <laughs> podcast, man. But since you brought him up, let me ask you an honest question. So with your father's history, you know, being referred to as the Prince of Darkness and all of this stuff, and what you know now from doing stuff like Portals to Hell and Fright yeah. Club, do you feel like your father could have potentially brought something home from one of his many travels? Or 
you know what what people don't know about my dad is that he he has a very strong relationship with you know with a higher power yeah. he is very spiritual you know my dad has been in and out of recovery for 30 something years right and, right you know, through that process you know very very much has a conscious contact if you will right you know for my dad i think a lot of it was theatrics Mm-hmm. He never really got into the dark stuff. He's always been one to tell me, like, you know, don't, don't, don't go too hard into it. Whatever it is you're doing. Hmm. So he, you know, I, 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 if anything, the stuff that came into the house probably would have been brought in from my mom's antique collection. Ah, that's my fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But there was some. There, my dad had a bunch of like war relics for a while. And, yeah. A bunch of, you know, stuff from like World War One and World War Two and all that. That stuff had kind of heavy vibes, you know, on it. You know, an old U.S. helmet like riddled with bullet holes. You're like, oh, someone right. was wearing this. Somebody and I got was. Shot. Right, right. Now it's interesting you say that the advice your dad told you, man, kind of about like walking that fine line. Because I find myself like kind of walking that line now with with our show, Ghost Brothers, man, like. Before we started, we didn't have any background in paranormal. Like, we were just three brothers just trying to figure it out and just ask questions. Like, I remember them trying to actively give us, like, EMF detectors and equipment. And we like, we don't know what this shit is. Like, get this out of my face. Like, I can't read these lights. <laughs> like, what is this? But, like, six years later, like, last week, we were with two witches, and we were drawing sigils and like all these different things. And it's just like <laughs> where we've gone in these past six years, yeah. we find ourselves doing it. We do it because we know we're on television and there's people at home that want to know. And I've always yeah. looked at myself as that person that people can look to me for the truth. They can know that Dalen's not bullshitting and we can put mm-hmm. him in a situation and he's going to be authentic and tell us what's really going on. But yeah. in trying to walk that truth, I find myself in really dark places. Yeah, and, and it gets man. It it like as you know. I mean, we've spoken about this. Right. It's, it's not like we go to work talking about like all the great things that happen in humanity. <laughs> right. We right. Like death, suicide, torture, like just the worst aspects of the, you know the human experience, ultimately culminating with someone's death. Right. So it. It weighs on you. Like after doing like four or five months on the road, I'm just like, oh, man. yeah. Like, I just, like, give me something. Give me some light. So I have a daughter now, man. You know, she's six months, and like, I'm horrified to potentially bring something home. Like, I never thought about it until I had my child. You know what I mean? Like, I, I before her, it was always just me. Even with my wife, like, whatever. It's just like we're good. But now, yeah. if I see my baby, just kind of like looking off into the distance <laughs> like, who the hell don't follow me to that like i really get concerned at times man so you doing yeah. a show called portals to hell it ain't portals to heaven it ain't portals to the good shit <laughs> like it's portal to hell you're not afraid yeah. of potentially bringing something back to your space it definitely has come up it does come up and my fiance is very sensitive to things yeah. and she sages our house and Paolo Santos our yeah. house. And it's like, get it out, get it out. And I have like all sorts of, you know, I, I have a little like, you know, cotton bag with all sorts of different cleansers in there that she likes me to use. I don't always, but it's, uh, you know, occupational hazard, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and you could be doing <laughs> way worse things. <laughs> so I'm gonna switch topics just a little bit, man. Bigfoot. So Bigfoot. this whole this whole episode <laughs> is dedicated to the great Bigfoot, Sasquatch, <laughs> all of that. What do you know, man? Do you have any like background history? You've traveled the world, so like, yes. <laughs> what are your so thoughts I, on Bigfoot? I did a Bigfoot hunt. Hasn't come out yet. Did a special. Wow. Um, I we heard something. Okay. Okay. And played it to a couple like professional hunters, outdoorsmen, people who were like, "Yep." The the closest thing it came to was like they call them like a screaming red fox or a screaming fox, but they're not they they're not known to be in the area that I was in. Okay. So they're like they're like they're not in where I was. Right. So they're like that's strange that it would be there. Um, I don't. I think that Bigfoot could be an interdimensional being. I think Bigfoot okay. could be an alien in some kind of spacesuit. Uh, I think Bigfoot could be some jackass in a suit running around the <laughs> forest. I don't know, but this phenomenon keeps happening, and people who I've met and who are as sane as you or I, which isn't saying much, right. but, uh, <laughs> are convinced that, well, I had experiences which they cannot explain what it was that they saw. Yeah, yeah. I remember being at um, Dragon Con in Atlanta, and that's where I learned I learned a valuable lesson, man. Do not judge, <laughs> because you too can be judged as well. I was sitting yeah. next to this gentleman, and uh, he was the Bigfoot guy. And, you know, I, I was talking to him or whatever, and I was like, man, you really believe in Bigfoot? He was like, I 100% do. And I was like, man, get out of here. And he was like, dude, you get out of here. You believe in ghosts. So, like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? And I was like, ah, touche, good sir. Now tell me about your big feet. And listen, man, he went down the line just breaking down to me for like an hour. We were just having like a real conversation. Bro, like, he blew my mind. So yeah. let me ask you this. So doing, you, you've went and searched for Bigfoot. You hunt ghosts. Is there anything uh, paranormal or cryptid or anything that you just don't believe in? That you're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's some bullshit. I, I think mermaids. Really? Mermaids you going mermaid? I'm go, I'm, I would never tell my daughter that. <laughs> no, please, though. Please, though. <laughs> uh, I, I don't necessarily believe the mermaids. I got to stop you there. I, I'm, I'm very curious to why. Because that's one that I wholeheartedly believe in. Like, I love the water. And just the fact that literally we've only touched like 20 to 30% of the world's oceans. Like, we don't even know what's out there. Like, in the yeah. deepest, darkest part of this water. Like, it could be anything. I don't think it's far-fetched <laughs> that, like, it's some human fish-like creature living <laughs> miles underneath the water. Sea creatures and, like, weird, like, crazy things. Yep. Like, yes, believe in but I think the probably the classic depiction of a mermaid, like some <laughs> right. audacious, you know, redhead. Beautiful, with like, right? Definitely with a redhead. I'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I don't necessarily think that that, that fish lady exists. Yeah. However, I do think that there are crazy, weird, you know, underwater creatures that we just don't know about. And like, who knows? Like, the, well, they know giant squids actually exist, right? Right. They could be a megalodon down there somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. So, 
I think what's dope about just you and and your family in general, man, it seems that like you guys enjoy working together. Like that's yeah. what's dope about the Ghost Brothers, man. Like it's cool to like if one person had a TV show, but imagine if like all three of your best friends had a TV show together. <laughs> like it's 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 a different type of chemistry and energy. So how yeah. do you find yourself working with your mom and dad on the Osbournes Want to Believe? So with working with my mom, like her and I, we can go like 12 hours all day, like <laughs> cranking out, whatever. My dad, we literally get for like, we shoot those episodes sometimes in like 19 minutes. Really? We have, yeah, like, it's like, hey, the clock is ticking. Usually we try and we try and pad for like three hours an episode, but it's like we hit the ground running. And if he's bored or if it's not moving fast and... The, Sometimes if he's just like, mm, I'm over it, he literally just gets up and walks out. Yeah. And we've lost. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> you know, for my dad, it's like, and I always say, I'm like, dude, I was like, why? And he's like, I always say, like, why Why do you want to do TV? I was like, you like, what, what you get, what you would get paid to do, you know, an entire season is like half of what you get to do half a gig. Right, like, right, right. Not like the, it's not, not even like, worth it. Like <laughs> right. the, the time, like the, the price of his hour Compared right. to like, it, I'm like, whatever. So he, um, she's like, oh, it's fun. And and it really, for my dad, he loved it over COVID because it gave him something to look forward to. Yep. He w- was showing him stuff he would never see otherwise. Yep. And he became a full-on UFO buff. Really? Big time. Like sending me clips and stuff that he was finding. <laughs> like, you know, I like, we made a full believer out of him. He's like, Ghost stuff, I think he's a bit, eh, but the UFOs and aliens. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, do you feel like your parents would ever come on over to the to the paranormal, ghost, spiritual side? You know, it's funny. My, my mom is more of, like, she'll say, oh, no, nothing happens when you die. But then she'll proceed hmm. to tell you that she's had two out-of-body experiences. Really? Where she's like, yeah. Like, one time... When she was a kid, she had like a really bad, bad flu, like crazy fever, like kind of thing. And she was like watching herself in bed as she was like essentially like dying from the flu. Wow. And then another time she flatlined on uh, an operating table and um, she literally full out of body. She says she was like looking down at herself while the doctors were like scrambling to try and like bring her back to life. And they were like, hitting her with like all the drugs yeah, and the paddles yeah, yeah. And, that. and the doctor was saying to her, she, the doctor was like saying out loud, don't die. I'll do anything. Please don't die. Anything you want. Don't die. Don't. Literally like begging my wow. mom not to die. And when she went into the recovery room and she said, well, what are you going to get me? You said that I would give you anything, <laughs> would get me anything I wanted. Right. And it, this doctor's like jaw hit the ground. And like, he's like, I, how did you hear that? How, right. And she's like, I, I literally saw you. And he was like, I, I don't, he didn't, the doctor like freaked out. That's insane. Cause technically she was gone to him. She was gone. Yeah. Yeah. She had like flatlined. I believe that wholeheartedly, man. So what else <laughs> do you have going for you, man? I know you got, you know, portals to hell, the show with your parents, you got, you know, fright club. What else are we working on? I'm just, I got a, we got a ton of stuff in development, trying to, trying to not, be on the road as much yeah. you know, with the baby coming. Congratulations. And working on my dad's biopic, which oh, is uh, solid. doing that with Sony. Um, so that'll come out who knows when. 
Hey, listen, man. If you if you need three black guys, we can play anybody. <laughs> anybody you need. You can put us in the band, whatever you need, man. We there, baby. <laughs> no, Jack, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time, man. I know you're busy, man. And congratulations, like I said, on the new baby coming, man. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, I hope to see you really soon, man. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to get together soon. Yeah, man, bro, it's dope working with Jack, man. I think it's cool that, like, the journey of Ghost Brothers is, like, a lot of people that we grew up on have some kind of way shown up back in our Ghost Brothers path. From television shows that we used to watch as kids and, like, those stars being fans of Ghost Brothers. And just to be working with Jack, man, it's dope, man. I remember watching him growing up back in the day, him and his family. They, like, OG reality stars. That was the first thing I kind of noticed. I was like... When I found out that, like, yo, we're similar in age. I was watching you, but you were my peer. But to your point, I think we have really connected with some of our uh, our heroes that we watched growing up. I mean, we've had an amazing time, even with Fright Club, man. Just the chemistry that all of us have together. I rock with Jack, man. I, I really rock with him, man. He's cool. And congrats to having baby number four on the way, Jack, Hey, man, man that man put in work. Hey, man, on and off the camera. Hey, Hello. He got like 25 shows too, don't he? Hey, man, Jack is out here doing his thing, man. We love you, Jack, man. All right, y'all. This is all we got for you, listeners. It's all we got for you today. But remember, if you want to hear your creepy story on this podcast, just go ahead and record that little voice memo and send it on over to ghostbrotherspodcast.com. We want to hear all your spooky, ghostly, and paranormal experiences. And trust me, there is no story too crazy for us. Mm -hmm. Send it on in ghostbrotherspodcast.com and while you're doing that please be smart and helpful and loving and give us a five star review five star five star that is a wrap for this episode of Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers see you next week Shall see you next week hey man stay safe stay peaceful and don't meet us there Beat, Beat us, us there. there next week. And five star. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is produced by Neon Hum Media for Discovery Plus. For Discovery Plus, our executive producer is Marissa Lucy. For Neon Hum, our executive producer is Shower Morris. Our lead producer is Crystal Genesis. Our associate producer is Chloe Chobel. Our production manager is Samantha Allison. Music by Asha Ivanovich. Concept by Odelia Rubin and Shara Morris. And our show is engineered by Mark Bush and Lila Williams.